looking over their shoulder as they host bitter rivals Manchester United. Well, Wolves will have their eyes on the top six if results go their way and they can take the points at home to Leicester. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to another episode of The Week on 3. I'm Christy Lai. Hope you had a wonderful week so far. If it's your first time tuning in, I'll be picking a few of the most interesting interviews from the past week here on Radio 3. So Monday was Valentine's Day. Whether you are in a relationship, married, or single like me, I hoped you're loved and enjoyed the day regardless. Because of the pandemic, couples had to spend lots of time together indoors, and if you were quarantined together, you would have to spend 21 days basically every single second together. And maybe some conflicts might arise. But after all, it's all about love that brought two people together. On Monday's Back Chat, Jim Gould and Mike Rouse spoke to psychologist Dr. Vincy Jung and relationship coach Valentina Tudos on how to keep the spark alive. Yes, um, I can see that uh, there are a lot of challenges in the lockdown um, from the figures compared to 2020 uh, and 2021. There is nearly a 21% increase in divorce agreements according to uh, um, U.S. study. Um, that shows in the lockdown the communication um, in increased conflict although we actually spend more time together because of the lockdown. So how to uh, make best use of the quality time together instead of having uh, lots of conflicts? Um, on a day of Valentine, it's very good. I agree with our other coach. It's a day to express gratitude, um, and you can find ways of expressing that by, uh, for example, looking through photos, making a review of the past year to say thank you, uh, write each other little notes, and uh, after expressing gratitude, can also suggest ways of how I myself can improve, and then what we can do together. Um, it's a very good day to specially do something about the relationship, to talk and review about your relationship. What advice would you give uh, a couples uh, this evening? I mean, the, the, there's no way to go, can't go out really unless it's unless it's to the park or a walk on the beach or something. Yes, uh, walk on the beach um, or look through the photos or even spend a movie night together to uh, pick some um, classic movie that both of you enjoy and have a movie night together uh, with wine and cheese. Um, it's a very good occasion to talk heart to heart. <laughs> I think a, lot, a lot of men find talking a bit of a struggle. We, um, we, we should practice more, Mike. <laughs> yeah. We should. Uh, Dr. Jung, I've got to ask you, the cumulative effect of this, I'm, I'm beginning, becoming a bit worried. Um, missing one Valentine's Day is OK. You shrug and you move on. Next year it comes round again. But here we are the second year, and then we've got this month after month of surges and, and wave of, uh, in, in COVID and so on. How are you going to cope? How are you going to have lots of patience with the cumulative effect of this? 
indeed, um, it uh, adds a lot of pressure to relationship in the family setting, couple setting, um, uh, that also because of a lot of financial stresses. Uh, and in this lockdown for such a long period of time, um, not just about communication in terms of keeping couple running, uh, you also need to set appropriate boundaries so that um, you can still have uh, good uh, freedom within a relationship in um, in a situation that a lot of factors are not under your own control. Um, that has quite a lot of difficulties. Um, and we have to deal with uh, boundary settings in our couple settings um, very often. Um, Valentina Tudos, uh, uh, any couples who've done any travelling uh, will have had to quarantine coming back to Hong Kong, uh, for, uh, up to three weeks quarantine. Um, what sort of challenges do you think that imposes? There is definitely a lot of pressure on uh, couples who previously had a lot of personal space uh, to live in a tiny hotel room for so long, especially with lack of routine of being in a, in a place where you, as uh, the previous speaker said, we cannot control the environment. Um, I think this has definitely caused a lot of issues. I've had a lot of clients recently who have been through this experience, and the results were mixed. Some of them reported um, a rediscovery of their relationship. They consciously uh, spent time together, playing games, uh, reading together, watching movies, things that they haven't done for a very long time. But of course, the majority of people who have been through this experience have ended up having a lot of daily conflicts, nickels, nagging, um, and they have uh, experienced high levels of anxiety. I think one of the biggest hurdles that we have when we are stuck in small places, if one person has higher levels of anxiety and the other one is maybe a little bit more laid back, is how do you balance this um, this difference in energy level with one person worrying, being very negative. Um, I think there there are some tools that uh, I recommend to my clients, like meditation, like discovering what I call new couple rituals, um, little moments of connection, and being very understanding that your partner is going through something difficult and um, working on learning how to support them best, because nobody really knows um, I don't have advice for, you know, everybody to do a certain thing. Each person is the expert of their relationship and their own emotions. Mm. So I think the best thing to do is to ask your partner, how can I support you? Is there anything I can do to make you feel better? Yeah, I, one couple I know who had to go through a quarantine, they consciously rented two hotel rooms. Because they each feared that it would come, they would come to blows if they were living in the same one. But that really is an option only, isn't it, for the very well-off? Exactly. Not everyone has the luxury of, of taking that space. And imagine traveling with maybe two children and all of you living in one space. Even if you have a family room, it's still relatively limited. Um, so you really need to approach this kind of situation with 
a very, very positive mindset to look at this as an opportunity of bringing the family together, of rediscovering play, family time, uh, spending time reconnecting with each other. I think this is a, a big challenge for a lot of people who maybe have been in long-term relationships and they've lost that connection. And that was psychologist Dr. Vincy Zhang and relationship coach Valentina Tudos on Monday's Back Chat. Speaking about Valentine's Day, trying something new might be useful to light up the spark. Musician Matt James has made it a goal to try new genres and styles. And on Thursday's Morning Brew, he talked to Phil Whelan about this Lydian style he has been experimenting with. Take it away, Matt. Well, I'm always churning them out and <laughs> always, up for a, always up for a challenge. Good. And uh, someone came to me and they said, why don't you do a song in the Lydian mode, Matt? And I started doing a bit of research. Lydian is the key with a raised fourth, giving it a bright tone, apparently. So I thought, okay, interesting. Do, Lydia do, do, do. in Greek. That's what a Lydian is. It's a Lydia. Hello. <laughs> Lydia in Greek means beautiful one or noble one. And the Lydian mode is supposed to be hopeful, dreamy, yearning, and guess what? Ethereal. Well, let's take it a bit further. So modes are old-fashioned scales. And there's a slight difference in each one. There's the mixolydian, the Lydian, and that's the only thing I can remember. But it's all that. Anyway, you're, right? showing your, you're showing your muso side. So <laughs> songs in... Songs in Lydian mode, popular yep. songs in Lydian mode. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, strangely. Brilliant. Human Nature by Michael Jackson. The Simpsons theme song. Do, do, Head do, Over do, Heels do, by do, Tears do, for Fears. Yep. Yeah, the Head Over Heels by uh, Tears for Fears. And movie scores, John Williams. Uh, Yoda's theme and E.T. Alone. Okay, so uh, that was the challenge. And uh, a fun fact I learned along the way, it's difficult to resolve these songs, so most of them choose to fade out. Oh, fair enough. This is awesome. This is really, really yeah. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, so, so you well, obviously had not many gigs recently. <laughs> no, so this is what I've been doing. So, um, yeah, you wanted something uplifting, the Lydian mode. Let's yeah. try something with, uh, yeah. Well done, Matt. Oh, that's clever. I, I, know, I know you're a bit of a, a, a sort of closet music intellectual, so it's pretty, it takes you down different avenues, doesn't it? Journeys, if you like. Well, I wish I was a, an intellectual. I'm actually learning this stuff from scratch, and I come across people who know this stuff inside out and, can, and just hear from the first few bars what mode it's in those people are stunning so i'm just a beginner to be honest well you're on the so, way um, this is great i'm what, what, doing my best what changed we are going to hear his new song it's called ethereal which is probably very aptly named i gave it a sneaky listen this morning and i think it's a bit different to the stuff you've done before but you and i have mostly been doing christmas stuff recently for for um soda the cat haven't we right <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed who is real by the way yeah soda, soda writes to me on on facebook it's brill it's not me, I swear. No, I know it's not you. But anyway, this cat loves your your music, so I'm sure he stroke she will be very happy you're back. Yeah, what's the story? What's the, what, what can we listen out for in the lyrics? Then we'll give it a flip. Well, I mean, you know, so I, 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 was, I wrote the melody and I was trying to figure out what the lyrics would be about. So, you know, um, what is Lydian? It's hopeful, dreamy. Stevie Nicks obviously figured that out when she wrote Dreams. Yeah. So uh, yearning and ethereal. So I thought I'd write a song about ethereal. So you take a word and you kind of build a chorus out of it and then you find verses to support it. And so it's a story. And uh, check it out. A never-ending story. One final thing. It's kind of synthy. It's kind of retro synthy. the sound in my ear. I can imagine this coming out of the 70s, some of the synth stuff. Oh. Okay. Anything is that good? Well, no, it's, it's good. It's good. It's great. It's it's just a, a nod, if you like. That's that's my impression. Yeah. It's 
an- analog sounds I prefer, and you know, I, I'm you know, kind, kind of simplistic. So, yeah, <laughs> let's have a listen to Matt James. This is your latest one, right? And it's not been published anywhere yet. Yes. Okay. It's... No, I haven't uploaded it anywhere. Well done. Appreciate that. It's ethereal by Matt James.
musician Matt James on Thursday's Morning Brew with his new song, Lutheria. Speaking about the pandemic, a lot of us began working from home again. Working from home can be very comfortable, as you don't need to wake up early to commute, and you can also wear your comfortable clothes during meetings. But is it all rainbows and butterflies? On Thursday's 1-2-3 show, Radio 3 producer Yuki Zhang joined Sadia Usmani where they talked about the trials, turbulence, and joys of working from home during the pandemic. So today I'm like I plan to talk about working from home because I started we started working from home um every other day um like a few weeks ago and then when I was working from home I feel like oh I was I'm not as productive as I am in the office so I was just thinking if everyone is having the same problem or is it just me? Mm. Yeah. So what did you find? I mean like not as productive that because you're at home it's I suppose it's just psychological isn't it that Yeah, you... I guess so. I surprisingly I don't see a lot of stuff online saying that working from home will actually make you less productive. Um most of the studies actually says that um working from home actually makes you more productive. There's this case study of a Chinese company which was published like a few years ago. They were saying that the performance can actually increase up to like 13% when mm. you're working from home. I guess that's maybe because you're more concentrated and you've got your own area and you can just focus at work. But I don't know, it, it just doesn't, doesn't apply to me. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure there are, there are individuals and, you know, where it is actually hard to you know, discipline yourself. Mm -hmm. It's about discipline, isn't it? And and it's about kind of managing your time. Mm -hmm. So what was the thing, say, for instance, with with yourself, obviously it's studies, and I'm sure quite a few large companies are now saying, you know, like for the likes of Google, etc. Mm -hmm. they, they're saying that, well, actually, no, now as we've tried this, more people are able to work from home and we are allowing that. So it didn't work for you then. Yeah, I guess, I'm not sure if it's just me or is it the location problem because in Hong Kong we've got smaller flats and then we sometimes people may not even have their own room so I share I live with my family my mom and my sisters and I feel like I'm easily distracted because many of most of the times they may just pop in and say oh do you want something for lunch or do you want some drinks mm -hmm. and I can't it kind it kind of breaks my workflow a bit because mm -hmm. in the office I got a sorted working flow. I know oh, first I would do A and then I would do B, but then it just doesn't work No, I can understand that. And obviously, are they all working from home too at the um, moment? My sister is, mm -hmm. but then my mom, oh, she just retired, so she just... But you've got people in the house. Yes, correct. And that in itself is a distraction, isn't yep, it? Yeah, to me, yes. Yeah. So what studies, I mean, generally, they're saying that if you are working from home, it's almost like you've just said that in the office you have a specific area, you have a specific way of doing things and you follow, um, you know, perhaps a to-do list and stuff. Is that something that you think that you could apply at home and then try and work with that? I think so. I will, of course, I would try to make a sort of, sort of um, work list or some goals for me to achieve um, every day at work. Um, but I just feel like in the same in the room you've got your bed just right next to you mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like tempting for me just to sit on the bed and relax a bit from time to time <laughs> so i i'm not sure if that don't tell the bosses here about yeah. that <laughs> Oops. i hope they're not listening um but yeah i think i don't know i it's just hard for me. maybe i just i'm still 
getting used to working from home. So I guess it, it may take some time for me to get concentrated. Yeah. I think it is a I think it is a time factor. I think quite a few people who started to work from home when the pandemic started, um, a lot of people did struggle. Um, I remember that, you know, for this is even before pandemic or anything. And this is like, you know, in the year 2000, I got a job in the UK and that was all home based. Um, mm. And for 12 years, for 11 and a half years, I worked for this charity and I was home based. And so in a way, it was just like what people are doing now. And then what's really weird is that, and I'm sure quite a few people have found this in Hong Kong, is that um, when you do actually go back into an office, you feel slightly kind of uncomfortable then because you're so used to being at home mm -hmm. one you can't wear your joggers <laughs> and, and you know you can, you can you don't have to change from your pajamas if you don't want to but um but the other thing is is that you actually get used to a reasonable amount of silence when you're working if that's how you work mm -hmm. and suddenly when you're surrounded by desks and people sitting down and being on the phone you feel slightly like mm, I can't think straight you know there's too much noise like you know mm. so what do the do the studies say anything else in terms of how's the best way to deal with these things I guess what makes a difference is that because just now you mentioned that the job was um, is home-based starting from zero right but then for for us most we work in the office before before the pandemic and we sort of getting used to the environment of office like people typing and boss your boss is sitting next to you and that's the switch that sort of makes things different because mm -hmm. um i i just i was i came across a washington post article and they were saying that yes in short term it may actually boost the productivity but then in the long term you're sort of getting used to the environment already and you're sort of getting lazy a bit mm -hmm. so i feel like of course it's different from what i'm going through but then I'm just not sure if working from home will be because everyone is saying that oh, working from home could be the future mode of working. But then now I just question if it's, this is really the key or this is really the truth. Um, yeah, I suppose, you know, that could happen. Um, I think maybe what's come out of it, it's just like, say, education. Um, and universities doing online courses, it is probably something that was always on the agenda that they wanted to perfect. And the pandemic has actually resulted in them having to perfect it sooner than, than later. Mm. Um, and also the same thing applies that, you know, where companies were thinking because of office space mm. and cutting budgets, things like that, that they would have um, a certain percentage of their people working from home. Now they've almost tried and tested it. And, and I think it would be good if it was just based on, say, people who actually did find it much more productive. Mm -hmm. And the options were there even after the pandemic, well, let's hope, fingers crossed, mm -hmm. whenever it is, that we could be given that option. You know, obviously in our situation, being, radio, being on radio, you can't sit there yeah, and do it from home and stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, of course, I agree. And but actually, I feel like socialization is very important as a human being as well. And then, when you're working from home, you're sort of I sort of isolating yourself yeah. already, and then you don't really get to socialize with your with your colleagues, or you you can't even. And I feel like communi and communication is very important as well. So I feel like it's very important to have face to face interaction, and then 
it's sort of the workflow workflow would go smoother when you actually just talk to your bosses and ask ask her ask him questions. And that was Radio Three producer Yuki Zhang on the One Two Three Show. And finally, to end today's week on three, I'll leave you with Steve James on Tuesday, who gave a rather unusual tribute to the king of rock and roll. I'm Christy Lai. I'm just contemplating whether I should、uh, whether I should play some Elvis here. Director Baz Luhrmann、uh, yesterday released more footage from、uh, his highly anticipated、uh, biopic about the king of rock and roll,、um, starring Austin Butler. The new footage continues、uh, Lerman's trend of teasing us with shots from the back, a bird's eye view, or otherwise concealing the face for the long-awaited reveal of the king.、Um, what we can see is a lot of iconic hip swiveling, thigh shaking, arm swinging, groin thrusting, and floor grinding set to a chorus of screaming fans and a haunting rendition of Suspicious Minds.、Uh, uh, this new teaser is available now. Uh, the latest teaser also promises the full trailer for the upcoming Elvis biopic is coming to us Thursday. I, I, I'm still baffled by the idea of a trailer for a trailer, but there we go. Welcome to 2022. The untitled Elvis movie is due to、uh, hit theaters June the 24th. So what I was contemplating was、um, celebrating uh, some of uh, Elvis's uh, lesser played uh, tunes. He did a lot of films, did a lot of movies, and there's a lovely box collection available of his movie soundtrack. And because they're beautifully wrapped and packaged, it's it's like oh, this is a great collection, and it makes you overlook and forget some of the music that's on those albums. Well, I can see that you and yoga. Will never do. Yoga is as yoga does. There's no in between. You're either with it on the ball, or you've blown the scene. I can see, looking at you, you just can't get settled. How can I even move, twisted like a pretzel? Pain in the posterior. Yoga is as yoga does. Don't forget this classic. There's no room to rumble in a sports car. This was gonna be the night tonight. I was gonna get to hold you tight, but I guess we didn't plan it right. I never stood a chance. We couldn't dance. Well, no room to rumble in us. You can't move forward or back. There's no room to do what the beat tells you to without throwing your spine out of whack. 
Cause I want to see I hit my head against the steering wheel Now I know the way a pretzel feels All I can do is shout Hey, let me out What you would want to own the entire box collection for, really, isn't it? There's no room to rumba in a sports car. And then this classic. Oh, MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. And on that farm he had some chicks, E-I-E-I-O. With a cluck cluck here, a cluck cluck there, loud as they could be. And when those chicks got out of line, chicken frickers see. Not With this record! Not this record! Not this record! Well, bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my hand is shaking and my knees are weak. I can't seem to stand on my own two feet. Who do you think of when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Please don't ask me what's on my mind I'm a little...